Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. The taper talk has begun. The Federal Reserve is talking about lifting interest rates come 2023. I have a feeling that they'll probably happen before that, but they don't want to spook the markets too early by causing a taper tantrum. So they're giving plenty of notification long ahead before it happens. Now, what's probably going to occur before the lifting of interest rates, and not probably, will definitely, is going to be the adjustment to the composition of the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. They are buying a lot of U.S. Treasuries every single month. That's the quantitative easing programs. Now, this buying up of the Treasuries is really causing a bigger issue inside of the banking industry, especially when it comes to like the money market funds. The reverse repo of the Federal Reserve, the, re- the rever- <laughs> reverse repo facility, the permanent one that they would really like to set up, which might as well go permanent now for as much as they're using it, from what I understand, is now up around $700 billion. $700 billion now goes into the reverse repo facility every single day. And that is just, it's really hard to wrap your head around to think that just in 2007, before the quantitative easing programs and all that kicked in, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet was $850 billion. Now they do $700 billion in overnight reverse repos. This is where there is so much cash in the banking system inside the money markets that they need a place to go with it on an overnight basis or else they risk the idea of actually shutting down because they are finding no place to go. It's, it's a difficult one to think about. But ultimately, it's the lack of treasuries that are being issued. The Treasury General account is being drawn down, which has a lot of cash in it left over from the stimulus packages that were passed for the COVID crisis. This stack of cash at the Treasury means that they don't need to issue out as many Treasury bills, like the actual debt. They're just spending this cash down. Well, that causes the money markets to not have a place to go. Normally they would like to buy those short-term treasuries, but since there's the lack of these short-term treasuries out there, and if they continue to buy them, they could actually risk going negative in the yield. They are sitting in a very precarious situation when it comes to what they are supposed to do with this cash. Ultimately, if they hold on to it, they lose value and they end up going negative. And that means they'll have to shut down. They're already like waived their fees. They are taking very little profit. And these money markets are creating, are creating a situation where there is this like, it's, and they're not creating it. It's just in a situation that is occurring where it's just far too much cash in the system. The Fed can adjust their balance sheet by not buying into the treasury market by saying, hey, we are going to end our quantitative easing or we're just gonna back off on the quantitative easing. The moment that they do that, the market is going to shift their perception. So they are going to have a very difficult time trying to adjust that balance sheet without like disrupting the whole markets 
in general from doing that because really the market is they're already like accustomed to the Federal Reserve purchasing every single month they are they know that they have a buyer they know they have a buyer of those US Treasuries and with that buyer of US Treasuries they know that the prices will remain elevated the moment that the Fed says we are no longer a buyer then the the markets don't have that guaranteed buyer and that can send shockwaves through the system so the Federal Reserve is going to attempt to make sure there is plenty of warning out there long before they do anything because that is what they are afraid of is shocking the system and now they are not most likely not going to do anything to their balance sheet they are just going to talk until the unemployment drops once they have the unemployment numbers in a range that they feel comfortable with that has achieved their dual mandate of low and stable prices which we already they're not concerned about that one anymore in full employment and we aren't even close to that full employment mark so now, over the course of the next few months, you're going to see states ending those benefits, those unemployment benefits and stimulus help, vouchers, all that stuff that's out there. All that stuff is going to transition away. And once it transitions away, people will go out and get the job. Right now, they don't need to work. They can not work and get paid more to be at home than they would be if they went out and got a job. And then the jobs that they're going to, Everybody's complaining about them. They hate them. The jobs being offered are low-wage jobs nobody cares about. So until the benefits, the stimulus, the basically everything that's preventing people from going out and looking for work, once that ends, then the full employment will kick in and the Federal Reserve will adjust their balance sheet and then move into the taper talk and then onward. Now... I know, I know a lot of people are going to argue with this one. They're going to say, nope, never going to happen. The Fed's going to print from here on out. There's no way that the Federal Reserve is going to do anything like what I am saying. I have to disagree immensely with that. Just go and look at China right now. China is going through their quantitative tightening. Not necessarily quantitative tightening. They're going into monetary tightening because they didn't really do quantitative easing like what we did here. They did have stimulus. They're pulling that back. They are allowing corporate defaults to occur. And you can see, and I'll leave links down in the description. There's a really good Zero Hedge article that came out. And I will leave another article that very much relates to that Zero Hedge article. Talking about the credit impulse in China and how that has gone negative. Now you think about this. This is the new credit coming into the system. The new debt. And if you can imagine like, all the debt that's out there, if there's not a place to roll that debt into, so you want to, you know, your debt is coming due and you need to take out more debt in order to pay this one off and then continue on. If you can't roll that into new debt, you need to pay it off, which is deflationary when you start paying that debt off. So China right now is going into deflationary pressure type stuff. And it's only a matter of time before you start seeing it work its way into the economy. There is plenty of things out there that are showing the slowdown taking place. You know, I said it, I, I told these guys that, that I work with, because you know I work at a lumber yard, you guys know I you know sell retail lumber for a living. 
And I told these guys, man, if these prices go up, we are going to have a slowdown in the housing market. Whether it's a slowdown because you can't get the loan or it's a slowdown because the prices are just too high for the lumber, either way, it's a slowdown in the new construction market. And that's what's taking place right now. We are starting to see the evidence of that happening. So give us some time here and we're going to see the prices come down. We are going to see the interest rates rise. When that starts to take place, people are not knowing how to behave in that environment. They've never been in a time where there was continual rising of interest rates. And although people, I like I said, are going to disagree with that, it's what my feeling is going to happen, is what's gonna happen until the next recession or the next crisis takes place. When that happens, the Federal Reserve will implement that central bank digital currency. So when they say that we're still five years off, yeah, because we're probably still five years off from the next crisis that's gonna take place because it's gonna take a few years to get through all this. Anyhow, I just give that one out there for you guys. Uneducated economist, you let me know.